Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian Espinal, and joining me through Discord, it is the one, the only, the man with the plan. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Cold partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Yeah, yeah. How you how you doing, buddy? You doing okay? You doing you doing fine? Yeah, man, it's a beautiful day. It's uh Four year anniversary. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You, know, you know we still gotta handle business, though. I don't have an applause sound anymore. <laughs> I gotta get that back in, but I like the horns. For now, air horns. Also joining us is our producer, my brother. It is Edgelord Big News Brian. Sup nerds. Hello. Um Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we have a we have a fun week planned. Uh, it's it's not the record breaking week of comics that we've had last week, where we covered fifteen. We're down to like nine, which is cool. It's a nice little uh, simple week. Um, the song that's playing right now is "Sounds of Summer" by Legato. Uh, you can check his work out at SoundCloud. Uh, he's very talented. This is a, this is a fun little tune. Uh, Where the little. Uh, a sub for the theme song this week uh it's very it's very chill uh so follow yeah me. i didn't even um I, I i had no idea what the song was going to be going into this but i was like oh it's a nice that's a nice beat <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> like check that. it out uh he's a he's a friend of edgelor brian's and uh he's obviously very talented so hit him up <laughs> yeah i mean brian brought the song to us i, like I appreciate how clean that is yeah i appreciate I like it that. good nice. job legato um, let's get into plugs really quick. You could find us at, oh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Mm, Joshua Cole, where can they find you? That's at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram and at NY Chillin, N Y C H I L L E N. Yeah. Brian, where, where can they find you? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, I also just, stream today uh at twitch.tv slash it's punchline yeah i i stream very rare occasion <laughs> very rare occasion if you want to catch me next time i decide to stream and within the next decade yeah just you know follow me on on twitter and i'll send out a tweet you guys can hop in hell yeah uh follow our usual theme song guy as well at drum foo uh at drum underscore foo uh, he's awesome. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram, especially on Twitter because we've been doing uh, audience polled uh, really good chapters of the week. Uh, we have the first one today. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so next Sunday, I'll put up the next poll and you can cast your vote for your favorite chapter and we'll share the results on the show. Um, you could also email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com for any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about, or you can comment below 
and uh, we'll respond or we'll talk about it on the show. We'll mention your comment, uh, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, I think that's it, right? I think I hit all the all the notes. Oh, if you're yeah. listening on iTunes, there is a link in your description that will take you to our YouTube channel or a fresh new YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Uh, we're trying to rebuild from what better we had. than ever, stronger. Like a Saiyan, when it when it goes down, it just comes back stronger. Yeah. Or Goku's. Uh, Unless you're Vegeta and you just continue getting your ass whipped. <laughs> oh, we both had shots. We both had bullets in the in the clip. <laughs> we was ready for that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you guys actually just win. You guys yeah. had the perfect. Yeah, just loaded, dog. You know how Come when perfect um, passive aggressive comment. Don't bring Dragon Ball without without, without <laughs> knowing you be like that, bro. You know when a big doofy that? like fodder enemy comes at Luffy and then Sanji and Zoro come through and just slice him real fast? That's oh, when, yeah. That's when me and Josh did it. After the time skip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Zoro did to the whole boat? Fuck you, yeah. bitches. boat that somebody worked on. Yeah, that was, a whole, that was somebody's dream he just destroyed and casually. Can the Kuma clones push people really hard too? Or no, they don't have uh, they don't have this type of food power. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, but anyway, I guess. Uh, and if you're listening on YouTube, we do have like all of the backlog of the episodes that we lost from our last channel. They're in audio form Hell on our yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on it, so please. Uh, Wait, we're on Amazon Music? Hell yeah, dude! That's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so click oh, the links yeah, in the description. Uh, it'll. I have We're the links. Everywhere. I have the links for Spotify, iTunes. They're all in the description of every video. So um, check those out. And I think for real, that's it. Uh, and without further ado, let's uh, let's get into the show proper. It's time to randomize. Randomize. It is Black Clover first up. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We are on Black Clover, chapter 269, The One Who Can't Use Magic. Uh, Man, the algorithm rarely gives us Black Clover first. Yeah. This, this must be a sign. <laughs> of of uh, things to come, I guess. Uh, this is... Uh, last we left off, uh, Asta was taking on his demon, who's uh, who's kind of his stepbrother in a way. Um Kind of. Yeah. In order to conquer his power and use his power, you know, he has to defeat uh, his demons. So he's doing that. But he doesn't have any of his anti-magic with him. All he has are his two fists. And uh, while uh, this demon starts, like, flinging swords at him, it's a good thing that Asta spent his the majority of his life being able to do more push-ups than any other random <laughs> Shonen Jump character you can think of. Uh he, um, Lieb, the demon, uh, throws his sword at Asta. He dodges and just, like, regular punches him in the face. And, um, Lieb tries to answer that by just, like, yanking out more swords out of, uh, the, the grimoire. And they're like, you can't, I'm gonna just spam swords now, and you can't defeat me <laughs> without powers. Uh, Yami's sword comes out of the book, and, uh, Asta's able to hold on to that one, because that's just, I guess, a regular sword. So, uh, He's just able to wield it, and uh, Asta, as he's like continuing. Well, maybe that was the only one he could catch. <laughs> one I, or the other. Well, I think like because it it's not necessarily a magic sword. It's like something that Yami puts his magic into, so it's just yeah, like a regular sure. old katana. Just cracking the joke. So, <laughs> I'm, so I'm confused. So it's like 
So he's using Asta's abilities, right? So Asta can use this katana whenever he wants. Yeah, because it's a regular katana. He started in it's not, there, yeah, I guess. It's not like Lieb's katana. Though. It's Yami's katana that has yeah. stored itself into the grimoire. Mm. Somehow. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so he didn't, yeah. He wasn't able to just kind of summon it out. I could, so that. if he gets it, then does that mean Yami can't use it? Well, he doesn't. I would it. assume so. Yeah, because Yami, that's, that is. From what I know, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I think that katana is just a regular katana that Yami puts a shadow magic into. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, it's probably crafted or really, magic. really well with like super good materials and stuff that you can't just find anywhere. Maybe, yeah. you know? Yeah. Definitely worth keeping. Yeah, but know, it is much, just... You know, it's, it's not for just the sentimental value, right? Yeah, it's not like it's not like Asta's sword that are, that are his magic. It is just a sword. Um, just a sword because like there are some other mages that use like noel has a wand you know they have mm-hmm. like stuff that they can imbue their magical power into and then use it for that so i think that's just basically his equivalent to a wand is this uh sword but um yeah asta's like trying like barely holding on we get a little flashback as to um how the anti-magic actually became like came to be because he had no magic at all lieb so, you know, while yeah. he was trapped in the grimoire, the whole time he's just been there just like being salty as fuck towards the demons, <laughs> towards yeah. the other demons. And that that so much salt gave him like powers <laughs> essentially. He manifested abilities through sheer anger and 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 disappointment and <laughs> and strife like Yeah. You know, classic stuff. Yeah, you know. I wish that could happen in real life. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, Josh would be all powerful. I was about to say, I wish yeah, I had. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be pretty crazy, I guess. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe I should take a step back. Yeah. Um. But you know, the yeah. problem is, after he attained all this power, he was still stuck in the grimoire. But that's when Asta was granted the five leaf clo- 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 grimoire, and then he's like, "Whoa, cool! I could just take over this kid's body, and uh, and do the thing myself, and take down demons." So you know. That's how the anti-magic power came to be, and he just like is like, I'll just kill this guy, and then I'll kill all the demons. He sends a bunch of swords Asta away, and Asta is finally able to like just dodge them. Um, we get a little visage of that water dude from like way back in the day. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they showed that 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 screen from earlier because I was like, oh okay, okay, and I remember. That. I didn't know who he was in the shadows. Yeah, and it turns out like Asta's been able to dodge. I thought it was gonna be another. Pe- yeah, he's uh he yeah. he's really he's reading his key and that's how he's able to dodge um all of the swords. And you know, he's able to get close using uh everything that he's learned over like these little narration. We learn that Asta's using the skills he's learned by watching all of the magical swordsmen that have appeared in the series to date and uh he manages to just thrust Yami's sword directly into into Leap's face and that is where the chapter ends. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this chapter. Uh, the last t- couple of chapters, very fun. Uh, I like, I like this little moment from Asta. Uh, you know, <laughs> I like that his powers are essentially I do more push-ups than anybody, and there you go. But uh, it's also it's also there the you go. Huh. it's also like the the Hinata thing from Haikyuu where he just like took a a couple months to just sit back and watch like really good players do their thing and learn from them. Uh. It's, it doesn't feel like, you know, convenient or whatever because Asta's been around people who are 
apparent like supposed to be way out of his league anyway, just for even like on a standard warrior level. Yeah. But uh, yes, even on a standard warrior level, which was was key. Because it's not about the spells that he can't do, or even replicating the magical swords and just their raw ability and talent. Because mm-hmm. you know these guys are. These guys will put the hand, will put the beats on anybody in real life. You know what I'm saying? Without any magic, probably. Yeah. Definitely someone like Astro. He's whipping all of our asses, dead ass. <laughs> yeah. No problem. I mean, he just took. No just, problem. He just stabbed a demon one armed, like. And yeah, dodged man, he's a bunch fighting of the one ass arm. <laughs> one <laughs> ass arm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Asta's the man. You got to give him his his respect for this one. You did, bro. You did. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I like, did. I'm doing this. You did. You did. Um, you gotta give I, him I, I really like this panel. Um, uh, them showing. There's basically a panel with Asta. And uh, he's got all of the past people he's fought with or against. Including the elf guy with the sword. Because, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, he was a swordsman as well. And he's pretty. He was a beast. Yeah. He knows. Ultimate I don't remember magic. The, the diamond guy having the sword, though. Yeah, he did. Stone he has guy. this big, doofy diamond sword that he would telekinetically. Like. I'm saying. <laughs> he was the Gara. He's kind of the Gara of the series. I feel. I, not that that's a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not mad. At <laughs> yeah, the diamond. I guy remember here. this other guy. He has stubble on his face. I don't remember him, but I remember. He's the him. guy with the ash magic. That like. He was. I think he's the guy from like this light novel that just crossed over into the manga. Whoa! Yeah, I remember there was an arc where it was like explaining that this guy is actually from the light novel, a Black Clover light novel. So you know, don't be confused. That's why that okay. you haven't seen him before. Is that he just became canon? And he's a swordsman. Cool. Yeah. And he's a swordsman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but a good chapter. Yes, that was a really fun chapter. That was a really good chapter. Yeah, very fun chapter. Very close. Um, but uh, that's all I got to say about it. It is time to randomize. Oh, good. Ten of Swords, Stasis number one. Uh, oh, boy. We got thoughts a doozy. Thoughts on top of thoughts on top of thoughts. Yeah, we have one X-Book this week, and it is this big one-shot uh, we are at the midway point of Ten of Swords. Uh, this is the 11 out of 22 uh, issue. Uh, and it starts with uh, this emissary just going around the different uh, territories of Otherworld and inviting all of their like top people, like their kings, queens, whatever, what have you, to, uh, to a council with Saturnine. And um, she's just deliberating. She's the judge, and they all have to, you know, it's kind of like a part, like British Parliament. They all sit around and they had to vote, and she's like, "The yays have it, or the nays have it," you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think they're like talking about this territory that um, this Whitechapel place is just getting like invaded, and they're deciding is like, should we do anything about this? And they're like, no. And Whitechapel's like, what the fuck? But they don't really address it any further because like the other. Uh, Children of Apocalypse, the Four Horsemen, uh, I think Pestilence and Death, show up and they're just they're just crashing the party. And she's like, "Hey, listen, I you can't just be here and be disruptive this whole time. You know, we're trying to run a goddamn government here, so you know we need to know if since you guys conquered Dryador, are you guys here as like 
the kingdom of Dryador, and they're like, nah, we killed Dryador. Dryador is no more. We are here as Arako, pretty much. And I'm like, oof. <laughs> That's mean. Um, yeah, they... Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, dicks. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> no, we are here so as Arako. So cut it out. <laughs> yeah, stop it. <laughs> we're all grown, right? We're, <laughs> we're, we're all grown-ups. We all understand the okay. concept of genocide, right? Yeah. Okay, right. so no more. Mm. <laughs> Say no more. Um, meanwhile, in Krakoa, the... Uh, the champions of Krakow are all assembling. Uh, we have Apocalypse. We have Gorgon. We have Cable. Magic. <laughs> I, Gorgon just is just like coming along. I guess he's just a low key, ch- just a champion. There's no explanation. Bro, he got he got two of the swords. Yeah, he has two of the swords. But I'm like, no cool one issue explaining his whole deal. Uh, nah, man, he been about that. As a matter of fact. That's part of our homework, anyway. Brian, can you uh, look up who Gor- uh, Gorgon's powers at least? I don't know. You don't know about Gorgon? I don't know about Gorgon. Are you being secret sort- warriors? Oh, you're right. Damn. They explain a lot about him, actually. <laughs> I'll tell you this: you can refresh my memory because I actually don't remember what his power is. I just thought he was super nice. Yeah, he is. And maybe super had a healing nice. factor or something like that. I don't know. No, is he the guy with the long ass hair? Yeah, he's got yeah, and the white robe and, and and the shades. Yeah, I think that's him. Uh, yeah, right, he's, so he's, we, honest, he, he's arguably the realest one out of them all. <laughs> so his his, uh, his mutant powers are transmutation, Whoa. telepathy, empathy, genius level intellect. Oh shit! I didn't know he's that. the Full Metal Alchemist. What? Yeah, well, all right. Gorgon's primary mutant ability is to power is the power to transform into anyone that made direct eye contact with him to stone. Oh, that's why he oh, called they call him Gorgon. So that's that's what they call a transmutation. He can't really just mm. like fucking make shit. He just turned people to stone. Eyes? So it's more petrification oh. than transmutation. He's got Boa Hancock's powers. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like Medusa. Or Medusa. Yeah, we <laughs> right. Oh yeah, well, the one we all definitely know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, I I think they're missing one. I, I maybe I'm not counting right because no, there's they nine of them. Nine champions. They, I thought it was ten. I thought they get ten. I thought they're supposed to have ten champions. I know it's ten of swords, but it's just I think mean, no, it's ten swords, nine nine champions. Uh, like I said, Gorgon's holding now. Yeah, two of them. Gorgon's have. I don't Gorgon know. has ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's He's pretty not beast. even worried. He didn't even ask the specifics like, so do I got to fight two people? He just went up like, man, I hope y'all do well because I know I'm, I know, yo, <laughs> I know I'm smoking everyone. Against, against uh, the unbeatable chick. Yeah, yo, we go, we go wait to the end. We go oh, I'm so excited. End. We're going to throw our predictions down. All right, all right, all right. All right, so basically they all go. like one piece, nigga. They go crazy. <laughs> they go around in, in the circle. They lay their swords down. And we got this really cool panel where the uh, other champions of Arako are like staring down at them, but they're looking up. It's so fucking cool. Um, yeah, I don't. I think it's more metaphorical. I don't yeah, think yeah. they could really see each other, but it's real. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really dope. Ooh, I'm taking a screenshot out of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get the little prophecies right. of the sword bearers of Arako, and then the rest, like a lot of this issue, is basically them, like how they assembled the champions of Iraq. We're getting all of them in this one comic. The first of which... Very appropriate. 
the first of which is uh, the voice of Arako. So that's interesting that they have both of the uh, essential like interpreters of both islands going up against them, uh, going up against each other in this tournament. I think that's a weird concept to have for like that nation. They also get this guy, this demon from Ammonth. He's not a mutant. He's just like some demon from Ammonth called Pog Your Pog. So, <laughs> Wait, what? His name is Pog uh, uh, yes. Ur Pog. Ur Pog. <laughs> no cat. <laughs> so, Brian, your favorite character. <laughs> Already. He's this big alligator man. Uh, All right, hold on. Before we move forward, right? So, in this page where they, they gave, like, so there was a quick text page. Before they started breaking down how the uh, how the uh, adversaries for Bar X Men and company are like that, you know the riddles that went along the same, you know the prophecies yeah. and riddles, et cetera, the same how the X Men guy, right? And you know I'm not some of them are kind of obvious, and one of them is super duper obvious. So remember the guy's name, right? Or mm -hmm. things demon's name, right? Pog, well, Pog your Pog. Pog. This is the prophecy <laughs> that I read. Pog your pogs, pog. In your oh, pogs, yeah. <laughs> pog, but pogs, your pog, pog. Then what in am your I, pog, pogs. What am I listening to? Jonathan Hickman, everybody. You're listening to your favorite character, Brian. <laughs> this is his prophecy. Pog, poggers. Yes. Pog champ. And I, and I believe. Pog I'm your gonna pog champ. The, the, I'm going to make the wild assumption that that prophecy does indeed pertain to Pog your Pog, the demon from Emmett. Yeah. Do you guys concur? I mean, we can only... read an X-Men book in your life since we... you've been alive. Um, Do you concur? We can only theorize, to be honest. Uh, there's not enough information um, to, <laughs> that is uh, being presented so far. Uh, my yeah. father is breaking in again. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll have to see. Pog, your Pog. We'll have to see. But this mysterious man yeah. named Pog, your Pog, which is a four-armed alligator man with uh, the scarab sword, which is interesting. Like he has like one a of the scarab swords, huh? Yeah. That's Damn, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. Then we go to my favorite. This is Bay the Blood Moon Seducer. <laughs> he's a seducer, I guess. He just, you know, he's chilling. Oh, I think it's a she. I don't know. They. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna commit to that. Yeah, they are just like. I'm not. Go I'm not going. They're chilling. They killed a weird mammoth with tentacles or something. Uh, <laughs> one of them goes yeah. like uh, the, the summoner goes up to him and is like, "Hey, so we have like this tur," and he doesn't even let him finish the sentence. He says yes, and uh, he's like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, no, he you want just, me he, he he announces his title. He doesn't even ask him anything. He just says like." His, the many the many titles that comes along with such a badass like <laughs> yeah. like Bay the Blood Moon Seducer and Slayer he just ends up and says yes Slayer of Serpents of both sea <laughs> and air speaker of the hidden words destroyer of hope and the all consume and they, he doesn't even get through he actually doesn't even ask him what's going on nothing he just says yeah yeah <laughs> I know he's like alright for you to be coming to me. It's guy, y'all know y'all need me to kill somebody. So I'm going. I should say day. Yeah, he said, "Let's go." Then, I have men to kill. I could see this guy fighting Wolverine. We don't this know this person fighting Wolverine. I mean, yeah, this person. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, this one's my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, this you is... want to you want to hear about you want to hear sucker style. <laughs> 
Uh, do you want to introduce guess, him? Guess which children takes after uh, took after Apocalypse and not after their moms. <laughs> Yo, so check this out. Um, death. Ooh, death. Right. And um, an Egyptian face. I don't know, man. I think that's annihilation. I, I think, no, annihilation. No, no, no. That's death. And uh, wait, which one is this one? It's hard to tell. I keep forgetting. I think it is Annihilation. What's the name? No, no. Of the annihilation is the big guy. bad. Annihilation. Is the name. Oh, okay. this is it's death, pestilence, war, famine. War, famine. Okay, so maybe one of them is famine, and the other one is uh, de- is death. Death is definitely the the jackal guy. Yeah. So maybe this is famine because I know war oh, is the firehead. War is the firehead. Yeah, so war is the firehead. Must be pestilence. Then. The sick no, guy is, is, is the, the... Yeah, so this, so this, this guy's got to be famine. famine. Okay, so it's famine really? and death. Egyptian head famine? Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, so they pull up to uh, Ameth, the white sword of of ivory spire, purity, to be uh, exact. And the first thing you see is them pulling up with white flags. And oh my <laughs> God, y'all think we, you, you guys think we gave John John's hell? This nigga, it, and, and let's be clear, guys. You know I'm talking all this shit about you know Apocalypse and his punk ass kids, but you know these are some real niggas, right? Apocalypse <laughs> not, and his punk ass kids. Here to play. Oh, but they know. They pulled up to him and was just like, "Listen, listen, we don't want conflict. <laughs> all right, just." Can you please help? Please don't. That is essentially what happened. And he told them that I don't give a fuck what's going on. I don't care. I just want y'all to beg me for whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You got two people that just like me. Yo, they are so bad about it. I'm very scared for for, for, for the team on Krakoa, man. I don't think it's looking good for any of them. Yeah. This guy, Uh, I I think this guy's got a pestilence. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Does this guy have a a buster sword? Yes. Essentially, yeah, like he snatched yeah. that right out of Cloud's hand, bro. That is literally <laughs> That is that is what that is. He's yeah. like, give me that he shit. He had dimension <laughs> and through that universe and said, I'm gonna need that. Because <laughs> he got in his way. And to remind you, Brian, this is the guy who is just basically uh, a million and O. In fights, like he's a million and oh, he doesn't stop and always wins. Yeah, yes, yeah. Hmm. So yeah. his guy, I put that guy against Cipher. All right, I think I think that's the that's the matchup. We <laughs> no way. Listen, let's not even play around like that. I th- I think it's it's actually kind of obvious. That was the first person I was going to mention after this, but um, I think it's pretty obvious who Cipher is going to fight. But let's. Yeah, I mean, I listen, Chris. I said what I had to say. You want to pick it up? I okay, mean, that yeah. Was it, man. Yeah, he basically one of the realest like, alive. He said, "You got to beg me to do it, and I'm coming." And if y'all want to see more of this, then y'all just gonna have to pick up the book. And yeah. Buy it yourself, At the end right? of the day, he's just like, "All right, I'll do it." <laughs> you know, he's just like, "I'm down. I'll just kill whoever it is. I'm a GG machine, and I can't be stopped." Yeah. <laughs> Um, There's a lot of spicy talk, like I said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy rules. He thinks they're a traitor. He, he, all right. You know what I think is important? He mentions how they're traitors mm-hmm. for 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 uh for teaming up with Annihilation, mm-hmm. which to me was kind of like the elephant in the room, and I was waiting for them to kind of explain why. But, but yeah, this... that's what I'm looking at. It like he he's he's sick in the head, and he's doing this because mm-hmm. he can't help himself. You know what I'm saying? He's born and destined to always fight. No matter what, period. Mm-hmm. 
they chose to fucking. <laughs> they chose to be train. snakes. <laughs> yeah, he. I like this guy, man. He, he told. He told me what it is, yo. Yeah. He looks like Thanos. He does look like Thanos. He's like Thanos, man. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, at Rocco, uh, war and pestilence go uh, go to visit uh, Iska the Unbeaten, and she already knows what time it is. She's on. The, yeah. She's on board. Hell she yeah. just she pours him a glass. She put her glass up. She said, "You know that's a W." <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, we already, we already one zero. <laughs> just like that. Just so, as soon as she said, "Yeah," my superpower is I cannot be defeated. So that's right. <laughs> so they have two undefeated people on their on their team. Well, we have one undefeated well, man and one who cannot be defeated. <laughs> Yeah, that's their actual power, if you remember. Yeah. Her name is Iska the Unbeaten, but... Because her, her mutant ability is that she cannot be is. defeated. How does that make sense? No matter what, like, whatever circumstances around... That's why she betrayed uh, Arako, is because, like, she, the, she cannot be beaten, and they were going to lose. So her mutant power just instinctually pulled her to the winning side. Which is interesting. Maybe that's what's going to happen on Krakoa is that like the Krakoans are going to start winning and she's going to betray Arako. Because that's just her vibe. <laughs> that's what she does. Um, it's interesting. Um, that's cool. Yeah. The issue ends with uh, Death retrieving his sword, the black bone of Amudat. He kills a bunch of like alien looking creatures like from like that... Uh, Oh wait, not not all of them look like that, but some of them look like the uh, the alien from Alien. Um, and he's just like, I got my yeah, cool... I see one of them. Yeah, they do look like that. I got They're my all for sure fighter. I got my cool yeah. Edge Lord sword because I'm death. And, uh, <laughs> the... Definitely no punk like that white flag I was waving earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't and... Death get inspiration from Hello Kitty Island Adventure or some shit? <laughs> well, like, what is why that? Does it always got to be dark and black, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, make it pink and yellow or something, you know? Yeah. We get a, a final panel where the whole squad is posing up. Um, Pog or Pog is in the back, just like, <laughs> 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 I'm a big goofy monster. They're <laughs> looking deadly, man. Yeah, it's really cool. And we got a two-page spread just explaining, like, the different people of Araco and their powers and the swords that they have. Uh, it's funny, like White Spire, the White Spire guy. His uh, his power is healing. That's it. Yeah, it's just healing. Um, he doesn't even have a mutant power. Nah, he's just he's that nice. nice. No, his mutant he's power is healing. That nice. His mutant power is healing. Uh, no, I'm talking about Pog exactly. Pog. Which means oh, Pogger Pog. Really... No, because Pogger oh, no, Pog is not a mutant. He's yeah, he's a... not a mutant. He's just a big dude. I mean, he's probably got some cool alligator stuff. He's the yammy of this <laughs> of this group. Oh, crocodile. <laughs> You heard? Or maybe a dinosaur. Who knows? He's the, he's the yammy of this group. He's going to turn out to be the strongest one because he's a big, doofy monster. Crack you, bot. Yeah. But Tob Bottomant, Bottomancy, isn't that like fucking grass shit? Yeah, controlling grass. And that's she's the yeah, one that, who... that's the one that that, that talks to... Um, Araco. Um, Araco. Mm-hmm. And uh, Annihilation Sword is the Midnight Blade. She, her mutant power is unknown. Um, What's the mutant power of the Doom Note? I don't know. That's like a real manga power, you know? Like, that's like a real bleach power. My power is Doom Note. My power yeah. is. I <laughs> write down a note I and I just. Of, yeah, I actually thought of bleach. What are you saying? I'm excited. I think, I think it's going to be a power. I think it's going to be a power, like, once I 
talk about <laughs> what happens to you. That's what happens to you or some shit. When you I know? say like, you die, you die. Like, you're going to trip, <laughs> trip down. You're going to trip down two flights of stairs or something <laughs> like that. And then I eat the potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's, That's so why funny. I call him the seducer because he tricks you. He, he gets you to do stupid shit or something. Well, his it's that's Bay the Moon, the Blood Moon. So yeah, that's his power is the Doom Note. <laughs> this guy's a fucking monster. Uh, we get uh, we then it might be note as in music. Maybe maybe it's like oh. music power. Maybe it's Scratch Manapu songs. Yeah, maybe it's Scratch Manapu. He just makes Ooh, people explode yo. by like going. Oh, the what? What you referencing? All right, and do got One Piece Death Note. I didn't peep his teeth. Bleach. Maybe he's got Ooh. piano teeth. Uh, I think Jonathan Hickman definitely read like everything that's been shown in Jump for the past 15 years <laughs> and was like, hell yeah. I love Yu Yu Hakusho. Kanye West Shades. You know, All of that. We cut that's to the Starlight you, Citadel yeah. as the champions of Krakoa arrive and they're just like ready. They're like, whoa, whoa what now? <laughs> and nothing's happening. Yeah, they, they pulling up? Is it- <laughs> Are they going to come out of nowhere? <laughs> and uh, no, they're not pulling up. Uh, Saturnine comes through and she's like, yeah, calm down. Uh, <laughs> we're not starting yet. Um, basically, they explain that like you don't. I guess they explain that you don't necessarily need the swords to fight. The swords are just kind of like a ticket to entry in a way. I mean, they'll use oh. them, I'm sure. But <laughs> It's not like a necessity for the battle. It's just... How are you going to have a sword fight without a sword? I mean, some people don't probably fight better without one. Um, who? I don't know. Boy, who, who, who? He's got a sword. Yeah, but like he doesn't really need it, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's just extra. My favorite thing is yeah. that he has not only his sword, but his claws in another hand. And he's like, yeah, he knows what, <laughs> he knows what time it is. It's... Uh, so, yeah, right. You could you could be a beastly at his mid range and close range fighter because of that. That's mm-hmm. kind of, kind of Wolverine cool. about to nine sword style this shit. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> so basically, she explains it's like you're not doing it yet. Calm down. Uh, go to your quarters and chill for a minute. You know, freshen up. We're gonna have a feast tonight, and then we're gonna fight to the death. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're apparently gonna break bread with the champions of Morocco. Um, yeah, she she, which, she specified. Yeah, you're gonna meet them later. Which I can't wait because the next issue is X Men, which is written by Jonathan Hickman, and you know he's gonna have some spicy language between oh. the two. Oh, the writing. Oh man, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be real petty and sophisticated <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be by the way, all the all the X Men have a really nice like little Airbnb here, you know, like. Yeah, they're in the Starlight Citadel. It's a really Nigga, nice place. Nigga, that's it. Yeah. The center of the multiverse, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, dude. Where, that, where the fire-faced guy comes from. You'll see what we're talking about later. Yeah. They basically go to their rooms, and each of their rooms is uh is very nice, but it also has a card given to them by Saturnine that seems to be telling them their future. You know, like, it's well known that Saturnine hates uh, <laughs> Betsy, so the one card she has is just her stabbed full of swords. And she, you know, she was Nine like, swords. "Yes, <laughs> yes, you got this card." Yeah, <laughs> I hate you. Betsy's just like, "Oh man." Yeah. 
Cypher. I would have just assumed she printed that shit out herself and made it in her spare time. <laughs> yeah, she. Did. I wouldn't have even taken it that serious. She photoshopped it. <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like she did that with her. You know, yeah. Or hired somebody. I would have. I, I, no way. Cypher. So wait, these cards are telling the future. In a sense, I guess. Um, it's not like straightforward because tarot cards are not like the full future. It's just kind of like a low key subliminal hint. Yeah. Um, but uh, super low key. Yeah. For whatever reason, Cypher is sharing a cup with someone. I don't know who that is. Um, because they're all in shadow. Uh, we don't see. I don't think we see uh, Gorgon's card, and he's like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, just I told you, he just does it. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna kill whatever is they put in front of me, and then I'm gonna go home and Probably. pop open that box of cereal I'm gonna dig him out. Like that's <laughs> what that's, that's what's going on with Gorgon. He's not losing. I can't wait to get home and have my Apple Jacks. You know, <laughs> Hell, motherfucking Snack, yeah. crackle pop. Uh, Avalon, uh, not Captain Avalon, is looking down at his like his is uh, he's on a, like a Griffin and he has his sword up and he's like, sweet. He's, nice. really, he's really like, what are you up a, to this time? Got a pentagram in the back. It's kind of sus, but you know. <laughs> what are you up to, Saturnine? Um, magic. Are you trying to get in my pants this time? <laughs> crazy witch. Flattery will get you nowhere. Uh, magic is in her bed, like sick, and hers is just basically a trading card of her, where she's just doing yeah. what magic does. Um, really, nothing special there. Six of Wands. Hmm. Cable got the fool. Where he's just on the <laughs> edge of some ship, and he's like, "Fuck, man, why?" Yeah, that was his fool ass for turning that station on and almost killing the entire fucking galaxy. <laughs> That's true. Wolverine's... I'm not. I'm not overplaying this, am I? I no, I, no, no. I feel like I'm. <laughs> All right, yeah. Was... Wolverine's is really funny, where it's him being choked out by the summoner, and he is tired. <laughs> <laughs> He's just he's like, like never in his fucking life, yo. <laughs> That's Dude, as soon as he sees him at dinner, he's probably just gonna be looking at him. <laughs> Put me in the guillotine, will you? I'll fuck I you. I think they're gonna fight though. That, that... <laughs> uh, Storm is looking down on her, and she's leading some weird evil army. And she's like, "What?" Yeah, it literally says death at the bottom of the card. Yeah. Um, Ooh, Apocalypse is not amused. Yeah, Apocalypse, we don't see it yet. He just crumples it in his hand. He's like, that bitch. And he just goes immediately to confront her. Um, Yo, so check this out. Check this out. So the, as soon as they arrive, right, one of the first things Apocalypse says is patience. We will abide as long as the game suits us. Those are two, the first word and the, sec- and, 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 and the second, and the sentence. Those are two things I want you guys to remember, right? Wait, why does he the say The first that? one, so the second one, all right, patience. So he tells them patience. Then he also says, we will abide as long as the game suits us. So <laughs> when he looks at that picture, what oh, does he yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. The game no longer suits me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's really funny. <laughs> to meet Sad and I on the fucking roof, right? <laughs> I guess he, he found her. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and she's like, calm what kind down. What bullshit are you signing me up for? Like, you say. She's like, calm down. It's just a car. Yeah, Jesus. Yo, big my shoulders off. I think I'm ready for this bullshit. <laughs> nah, dad. His, I barely fit in this fucking hallway. <laughs> you see <Yeah>. me. <laughs> 
so yeah, they go down this, this elevator. They go down this elevator with Saturday night. She, you know, they talk. She's busy. She's doing cool, mysterious magic shit. So she just like walks with him, and they talk shit. And she's like, "Relax, it's just a card," and fixes the card. Um, she's like, "Be patient, don't worry. You know, you'll get to take out your frustrations, I guess, during the game." Uh, and then they arrive at the bottom floor where they find Annihilation standing there. We get to see the little uh, what the card says, and it says the lovers, where it's um, yeah. a naked apocalypse and a naked <laughs> and a naked Genesis with death standing behind both of them. It seems. And uh, Annihilation removes the mask, and it turns out that it is Genesis the entire time. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, I mean, we seen we we all pretty much seen that coming. Yeah, but, I mean, like way. it was by, a twist that I way. didn't see coming per se, but I'm also like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, by yeah. the way, also oh, another really sad apocalypse face. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, small. I didn't even notice. <laughs> oh. It's he, like every. He, he's done. He's at the end of his ropes. No, not that one. There's another one. Oh, but that okay. one's pretty funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. All right, there's one before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's when they fix the card, and it's just floating. It's really more his eye. Yeah. <laughs> and the line. No, not no, 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 no. It's read it, please. You can't tell me that. Josh, the page it's the one. one the page before that one. It's the one where he's in the elevator, and she fixes the card, and he's just looking down at it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one. They're talking. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> It's like every time we cover anything involving Apocalypse, there's at least one chapter where he has a really sad face. <laughs> it's really funny. We get... His fucking big-ass lips just makes it even funnier. That's where the issue is. We get a little yeah. bit, um, we get a little bit, like a little uh, informative page where it, ex- it explains, like, what the cards mean in a very coy and mysterious way. Um, and it's interesting. We're not going to go through all of them, but like it's uh it's a fool was like basically like don't be offended <laughs> it's not what it looks like uh it's basically someone like who will learn like the fool is like more of a person in a state of ignorance right now but he'll learn something very valuable down the line uh i was very interested in what wolverines meant and uh yeah for strength he did not get that treatment he got said don't do not be flattered is the first word in this it, uh, this this speaks not of the strength of biceps, but the strength of will, strength of heart, strength of focus. This is the one who endures, which is kind of perfect. Which makes sense. Yeah, it's kind that, of perfect. That, that's very applicable to Wolverine, you know. So, all right, I'm with it. Yeah, um, I think that seems. So we are now. Good. We have now passed the halfway point of Ten of Swords. Uh, man, <laughs> this was a fun issue to read. Uh, the Araco people are all just fucking badass. Uh, huge fan. Uh, I made a point earlier. My bad. Not, not to cut you off, but I did make a point earlier about basically, again, pointing out the hypocrisy of Apocalypse. Mm. Remember when he said, patience, we gotta abide by the game's rules as they fit us, right? <laughs> yeah. So he reneged on the second statement. And then Opal Luna said, and I, huh? She had to check in. She's like, listen, we both old. Really old. We're great. And, um... It just disappoints me that you lack patience. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, boy, you is 
you're looking <laughs> you're looking bad out here, man. Yeah. Well, yo, I used to really, really, yo, when they when Apocalypse pulled up on the island, I was a fanboy, bro. I was like, oh, man, Apocalypse, and then they did that weirdo Excalibur shit, and now this. Well, Josh, he's always been a weirdo. You're just I realizing that now. An L. <laughs> <laughs> And I ain't talking about Cypher. <laughs> oh, is Apocalypse's whole story arc right now just him being humbled or some shit? Like, well, it's absolutely. it's interesting. We've never. This is essentially uh, just a retcon of Apocalypse's entire motivation for being the way he is, and uh, a very it's a, it's an added feature to his backstory that we've never seen before. Like Garako and Krakow are a fairly new concept. Um, so. It's a, is it? I guess technically it's a retcon, but not really because it was a really smooth retcon. It's a good one. That? No, that doesn't mean retcon yeah. doesn't automatically mean it's bad. It just is what it is. As far as I know, that this has not been part of Apocalypse's history. Um, the M and all that stuff. Man. So, I mean, it's not a bad one. I mean, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> you know, it's actually pretty good. Not all retcons are bad. But, um, yeah, this is basically kind of an Apocalypse character arc. If anything, which makes it interesting, we don't know where he's gonna be at the end. Maybe he'll just revert back to the past we all knew. Maybe he just needs this to break him, and just now he could just be who he is. Um, because I remember like one of the many things in House and Powers of X is that eventually Apoc- the relationship with Apocalypse is not gonna end well. So mm. I don't know. Who knows? I uh, mean, he was down with Krakoa to the very end when mm-hmm. he was fighting against the Nimrods. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't put too much stake behind it because that's one of the possible futures. Like, we don't know. The whole point of this is that we're not, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, this is Mora's essentially 11th and final life, I think. So, who knows? But um, that's all I got to say about Ten of Swords. Pick it up. I mean, we say it every week. It's awesome. Uh, Very fun. At least very funny. We just spent like half an hour talking about just this. It's really that good. Yeah. It was a really long is. issue too, so all right, that's why. You guys want to do predictions for the matchups? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely got to sure. do that. So <laughs> the one that I feel like is absolutely happening, without a doubt, no argument there. Well, I, all right. Aside from the one that we already know, Wolverine is going to fight against um, uh, what's his name? The Summoner. No, not the Summoner. Um. Oh, oh, the guy oh, 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 oh yeah, solemn, 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 solemn. Solemn, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was even built up. So we know that they're going to fight already. Which mm-hmm. That's why I thought this tarot card with Summoner was like more like funnier than actually like, you, yeah. know, for, you know, for seeing anything. Yeah. Because yeah, he's going to have an attitude when he sees something. Anyway, right, but uh, I think Cypher is going to fight against that plant chick who's also the uh, speaker for, for Araco. That would make sense. Um. I think Pog, also, Pog or oh, Pog oh. is probably going to go up against Apocalypse because he has... You think so? Yeah. Nah, I, I see him going up against White Sword or some shit. No, no White Sword... It, oh, you mean Apocalypse? I don't know, man. For whatever reason, I, I think like, Magic is like going we, up. Like Chris, very, like Chris, what's your reasoning? Because well, of the sword? I think because of the sword. I just that, have a feeling. That was my initial... And they're big, the two yeah. big doofy ones of the group. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense for Apocalypse to fight him. If not, maybe. Well, here's the not thing. Genesis. It's interesting. We don't really know what the rules of the tournament are. Like, it's I don't know if it's going to be a straight up like versus thing. 
Ooh. So it could be just like or if a, they're gonna be like a battle royale. Yeah, it could just be a battle royale where everybody just fights, like um, a universe survival arc. Yeah, like yeah, something Super. like that. Um, Bay of Bay of the Blood I hope it's one v ones. Bay of the Blood Moon, maybe maybe Magic takes on that Bay, Bay of the Blood Moon. That Bay would... of the, yeah, because that's also someone else that's like very skilled for sport. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, hard to tell. If not, if not. All right, all right. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you the ones that I feel like I had no idea it could go either way, right? The twins, the Braddock twins. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who they're going to fight. I had this Gorgon. really weird feeling that, no, Gorgon is, is on their Gorgon's team. Gorgon's on their team. Oh, I didn't know the twins <laughs> yeah. were. Um, yeah, the Braddock twins. It's it's uh, the, the girl with the purple hair. That's Cat in Britain now. Yeah, Betsy. Uh, Braddock. Betsy. Oh. And, yeah. Betsy and, and, uh, and her bro that you know listen they're not super like memorable you know but um i have this weird feeling that 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 brian braddock is gonna fight against the white sword and i don't have any real reasoning behind it yeah i feel you i just i just think i don't know man yeah who knows who's this person in the blue oh that's solemn right yeah that should be solemn okay if he has a katana he looks all scrawny and shit, but I guess compared to his big alligator monster. <laughs> um, pog or Pog? Yeah. <laughs> pog, you know, pog. I didn't think all of these through, so I, I guess, I don't know, I'm kind of just like shouting out when you feel like, like when call, right? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, man, I really can't call it. Yeah, it's hard to I call. I think Gorgon is going to face off against um, Iska. Ooh, that would be cool. And I think he's going to violate her shit. <laughs> Yo, imagine. Because, all right, if you think about it, that's what his swords are kind of about. They literally defy all of that. Like, I don't care who you are, what you what you represent. And it might be, that might be her, her losing might be her ultimately winning in mm-hmm. some way. You know, so I don't, it can be written a lot of different ways. Whatever, whoever she fights is going to be really interesting. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a whole bunch of caveats. I think Apocalypse is for sure facing off against Annihilation, his, uh, or as we know, Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, can't, I really can't call the rest. I can't call it either. Really man. can't call the rest. It's real tough. Is any of them a new mutant that want to get revenge for the Rockman? Um, yeah. Liliana is she a new mutant? Yeah, Cipher. She might fight against Summer. Cipher and Magic are both new mutants. Mm. And so, yeah, since I think Cipher is already going to fight against uh, the plant. Which is two people that don't even want to fight and do yeah that's gonna be that that's that's good writing mm-hmm. yeah so okay okay can we at least say for certain plant to cipher solemn to Wolverine mm-hmm. apocalypse to Genesis mm-hmm. damn that leaves quite a few I'm gonna go on the whim and say Summoner and Eliana I don't think because Summoner's not gonna just fight he's gonna do different things and summon beasts but she. She could access limbo and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, oh, you're right. Maybe that's what I think. I think, and I think, yeah, it's, and I'm going to tell you this, especially if it's some type of battle royale situation, mm-hmm. I think it's preordained. Because she, she, she already wants to fight. I think it needs to be made personal. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just, you know, she just hasn't spoken about the rock man, so I don't really know. I don't know either. It's hard to call, yeah. man. It really is. Um, like who the fuck is Storm gonna face? I think Death. They already kind of spoiled. Yeah, it. maybe I Death. Think... Oh, and on the card too. 
there's a there's already a cover she's that dead. they they released with her on the yeah with her on the cover with Death dancing for for Marauders I think so yeah, yeah that's her opponent yeah damn yeah it's it's tough it's too tough to call right now um I wish I had more damn. time I would have thought about it a little bit more um if I had a little bit more time but uh yeah that's all yeah I we we, we spent yeah we spent plenty of time on this let's randomize. One Piece. Oh, oh RGC that shit right now, baby. Well, Brian, it's funny that you mentioned that because One Piece chapter 930, uh, 993, The Dream of Wano, it is the very first audience voted certified, certified RGC. Certified RGC. We didn't get the first anonymous one? No, I mean, audience. Audience voted. Oh, they all the voted full word. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixty percent. The of audience the vote. got some good taste, dude. Sixty percent uh, of yeah. the vote went to One Piece. Uh, if you guys want to cast your vote for the next one, uh, check out our Twitter at New Jump City on Sunday afternoonish. You know, and uh, I'll post the chapters that are up for discussion. You could also write in your favorite chapter because Twitter only gives me four choices. So uh, if <laughs> I miss yours, you could just write yours in, and I'll take it into account. Um, but, uh, with that being said, let's get, dive into one piece. We start out in the flower capital. Uh, it is the grand fire festival. The entire, apparently this is a time where the entire population of Wano just kind of forgets that they're under a totalitarian regime and for like a night and they get to just drink and be happy for, yeah. oh, for one night. And right now, that's literally because everybody's off at, they, everyone goes to that Island yeah. every year too. So, you know, that's why they're able to celebrate yeah and kind of sad man and right now they're just kind of like dreaming you know they're hoping that like went man at least for tonight the ayakaza nine beat the shit out of kaido you know they're just talking mad shit just because it's that night um and speaking of which we cut back to onigashima where uh we finally get an answer as to what the mysterious bullets that uh that queen was shooting down at the uh the banquet hall uh it, we get it shown to us that basically it turns anybody who gets shot by it into this ice uh, sculpture of an oni demon uh, from Japanese folklore. And um, as um, yeah, that's basically what the bullets do. They're the playgrounds called ice oni. Um, we've seen the playgrounds before, but never to this uh, degree. Um, Luffy's like, I feel like, Oh, sorry, Brian. I feel like, I feel like it's similar to what happened in Punk Hazard, but yeah. this is like different. How does he make this stuff? Like, I think is this that's like what his it is. Quirk or no, it's not his quirk, Brian. I know my, you missed his, my his fruit ability. Is... He's no his no. dinosaur power. His fruit that's ability his is Bronchiosaurus, which just got animated. By the way, that part with dinosaur. the Bronchio bomber. You remember that, Josh? Where he? Oh yeah. It Didn't got we... it got animated, and I got to show you after the show because it's so fucking funny. It's already up to there. Mm-hmm. It's it's really well done too. You'll you'll love it. I'm gonna show you it later. Um, but anyway, Luffy's out here just beating the shit out of uh, he- random henchmen, and Sanji just stops him, like grabs him in the face, and it just kicks everybody else. Um, that's when Brees so- Cola shows up with his gorilla fruit powers, <laughs> but it's not he turns into a gorilla. His fist turns into half of like a whole gorilla from the waist <laughs> up, and it punches people. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, these uh, these 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 uh, smile fruits are no bueno. <laughs> yeah, they're literally like the fucking bootleg DVDs that you pick up off the street. <laughs> they just like give you a, a worse version of their power, where a sentient gorilla lives on your arm. Uh, <laughs> so you know they, they it goes for a swing and it's actually very powerful. It's called Gorilla Punch Punch. It's pretty funny. Um, and Sanji starts yelling at Luffy to stop fighting everyone and conserve his energy for uh, for Kaido. Uh, <laughs> and that's when Jim so he punches and then the gorilla punches. Yes, Brian. <laughs> but um, so that is indeed what's happening. That's when uh, Jimbei shows up, brick fists this dude into the fucking ceiling. I love Jimbei. Um, not before that but that's before that's after sanji and luffy talk about who wants to clean up the fodder yeah that's what i said he's sanji's basically like stop fighting everyone and um jimbei's like let's go and sanji's like no i'm in charge of dragging luffy along it's pretty funny he's like don't take my number three spot Hmm. (laughs) um they uh they get jimbei's so polite (laughs) yeah yeah jimbei's like oh my bad Sorry, oh, so, do, you, do you guys think Jimbei is stronger than Sanji? Probably. No. Probably. I don't know. I think he's a more skilled fighter. Jimbei's a whole warlord, though, and they're pretty but strong. I mean, he's at. I least, guess you think you think you think Jimbei is. You think he's stronger than he Sanji? might be. I mean, you can make a case for it. I think Jimbei. We'll. I think we'll see mm. this this week. I mean, not this arc. Because Jimbei's never fought somebody one on one, so we don't have like a real. Well, we didn't see that. Yeah, we haven't seen him like you know go all out. Nah. So we don't have like. A I mean, if you're gonna be that robot suit, if you're gonna be the number one and uh, the number two and the number three to the king of the pirates, kind of got to be stronger than a warlord, right? No, I mean you know that's not that's true. But Sanji couldn't beat Doflamingo, and he's a warlord. Yeah, but Doflamingo's. If you think about the warlords, he's they're mad, night. She crazy. Yeah, like yeah. Doflamingo is like, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's mad. He's you really I, think, I think he's on like the highest scale of of warlords. I think Moria was the weakest, probably. Yeah, arguably. I mean, weakest under under certain circumstances. Well, we also haven't I seen Kuma. Like Kuma's probably one of the strongest. Just I think on. Doflamingo was was the strongest warlord in my. I I think that Probably. might be the case because he could like literally kill a whole fucking really strong. country. They're all extremely strong. <laughs> They're like when you Crack think about only ever lost to Luffy, who doesn't lose, and it took Luffy a lot. It. it took Luffy literally like nearly dying to do it. So yeah, yeah, but that was before he even learned Armament hockey. If he knows hockey now, if he knew hockey back then, Crocodile gets washed up. Yeah, but there's no oh, way Crocodile you know hasn't he is a gotten stronger, right? He's a Logia type. Yeah, not a Logia. He's technically Paramecia. Logia. Oh, what? Just like Luffy. How can he get cut and then it be sand and stuff? Logia doesn't necessarily. Logia is more about elements than being oh, just one oh, thing. Okay. So, fire, so I guess Logia, Logia, it wouldn't be that, a, that yeah, effective against. Just like Luffy is Paramecia type, so he's like rubber, but. He is made out so of yeah, it. I mean, hockey would definitely still hit him harder. Luffy, yeah. I get what you mean. I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. That's an early Luffy. I'm just saying. I, I still think Croc is mad. And uh, there's no way Croc they had a whole kingdom power up smash, now. Bro. You know? There's no way Croc... Hey, Croc... There's no way he didn't power up right now after this two-year time skip. 
Now that he has to, because he's a pirate again. Yeah. But um. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Basically, King gives out the order to find Momonosuke and kill him. And after they kill him, the rest of the samurai won't be won't have the will to fight anymore. So focus on Momonosuke. Uh, Sasaki finds him first. Uh, he starts like laying down arrows and and fucking gunshots at uh, Shinobu, who is currently carrying uh, Momonosuke. And you know she gets like stabbed in the back by a bunch of arrows. This weird um, Torborn guy shows up. Torbjorn. <laughs> Torbjorn shows. You should try my meatballs. <laughs> yeah, he, he pulls up with his axe and tries to finish off Shinobu. Uh, Shinobu is just like, run, Momonosuke! And um, that's when Yamato pulls through and smacks the shit out of Torbjorn. Uh, leaving, uh, it's up to her to fight against Sasaki. So, you know, new matchup. Sasaki versus Yamato. Um, very cute. Uh, the the, the Real quick. division. Shinobu's a scabbard, right? No. She's, uh, she's just she an independent ninja. Oh, okay. Um, the scabbards are like the nine people who worked for Odin, so it's not just like any samurai. Okay. Um, back on the Skull Dome, we get a, a visage of Kaido. He's just like on his side, just like ah, they cut the shit out of me. Um, and the samurai is like, let's cut, let's cut his fucking head off. There's no way we can't stop until his head's clean off. But, um, yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're too slow. Oh, uh, Kaido gets up and he's like, I saw a visage of Kozuki Aizen. I could have let you kill me, which eats with each uh, throb of my scar. I remember. But you people aren't Odin. And then he gets up. Cool, like, big panel of him just like, I'm getting serious now. <laughs> he's like, it is too shallow. You do not have enough power to even open up the old scar. And then uh, <laughs> he just looks down, like, just to add insult to injury. He's like, you cannot do it. And then, <laughs> and then he just yells, and like invisible slashes just start flying out, and one of them cuts Kiku's arm clean off, um, and that's where the chapter ends. Um, it's interesting. Kaido's such an interesting fucking character, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what yeah. his motivations are. Like to this day, we don't know what he wants. Really, it's kind of interesting. Uh, so he seems so, someone that's honor bound, but also a pirate to the core, which is you know weird if you're not a good guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, it's also like he wants to die, but then he won't die to someone who's not worthy of killing him either. Maybe. It's like maybe that's why he's it, doing it. Like this is all one bit. Is like he's waiting for someone to kill him. You. Like he's torturing all these people so that someone would finally kill him. I don't yeah, know. because he's like he mentions. I would have let you kill me, but you can't even open up my old scar. So why the fuck would I let you kill me if you're not anywhere near the man that Odin was, right? That's true. I think there's a lot of validity to that because, you know, the fact... I think it was the reason he defeated Odin as well. Mm -hmm. And he knows, like, damn, I would have died that day. I was supposed to die that day. Mm -hmm. But I did some underhanded shit. Yeah. I feel like this chapter was just him being disappointed in the scabbards a little bit, you know? Or it's like he was expecting them to like have the same, you know, like I guess the term, like not determination, but like same something that Odin had. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, yeah. this is a shame. Now I got to kill you all." <laughs> yeah. yeah, too bad they don't. Their middle names don't have a D in it, and that they aren't the main protagonists. That's true. 
Kozuki didn't have a D in his name. Though, reading the name of D? No. What? His name is Kozuki Odin, not Kozuki D. Odin. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to find out. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. But I feel like after reading this chapter, I feel like this gives more and more hints that maybe Luffy isn't going to be the one to take down uh, Kaido. I, I think... I've been sure that it was going to be Zoro. It's yeah, just I, I, He Zorro. already had Doflamingo, bro. Like he, I don't I know. I mean... Ooh, he's got to fight Big Mom. Yeah, this Luffy's is... Luffy's got to fight Big Mom, and Zoro's got to just clean take this dude out by himself. That would be sick. And show him, I am Odin. Yeah, it's hard to tell, man. I I'm better than Odin. Come on, man. Zoro been oh he easy moded that big stone guy. Come on, man. Yeah, but this and guy's like several rungs up higher than that guy. That guy was a henchman. Yeah, no, what I'm saying as far as like what we, what's been revealed, it's time. He's right. Zoro's right for a moment, man. I mean, he is going up there with Luffy. Like that was the plan. Oh no, he's fighting a uh, mm. queen. Who knows? Who knows how this is going to turn out? This it's too- yeah. There's like so many options though because it's like you know, it's it's, it's going to be weird if Zoro takes down an emperor. You know, like in, like if Luffy isn't the one to take down an emperor, who's really going to be king of the pirates? You know, I don't. So think, there's like a- I don't think Zoro's going to beat him, but I think Zoro might be instrumental in beating him, or he might open up the old scar or something like, like that. Yeah, you know, Zoro might achieve Ryuo and do some cool shit. But Luffy is going to be the one to take him down. Because I think Luffy but has to be the like one. There's also like Law. There's also Kid who have stakes in taking down Kaido. So it's like. Then they're not taking him down, Brent. I think they're going to take him out. I think they're going to help. I think they're probably going to. F- it's probably going to be their combined effort against Big Mom, probably. I would see- I could see that. Where it's but Law isn't and Kid Marco versus Big Mom. fighting Big Mom right yeah, but now. She's not, he- I don't think he's going to win. She has to go down by someone who is more important to the story than Marco, I feel. Like, it can't just be Marco. Absolutely. And I believe it's going to be Luffy. I think he thinks he's going to end up fighting Kaido. I think it could be Luffy and Law. A little bit. Huh? It could be Luffy and Law, because Law specifically was after Kaido. So, was he? Makes sense. Yeah. This whole plan that Law, when Law brought Luffy in, it was for the specific goal of taking down Kaido. Mm. Yeah, that's where it all started. So it could just be Luffy and Law because Law also has a sword. <laughs> you know, he could yeah. also open up the old wound. Yeah. I don't know. It's fascinating. It's good that like we can like theorize. It's good that so we have options. That you know, it's all the chaos of Oda's writing. It's it's it just makes it fun, you know. Where you don't exactly know how it's gonna go down. But uh very interesting to say the least. Uh you guys ready to By move? the way, Oh, go for it. Does Marco showing up here also mean that there's a chance that he could join the, the oh, Straw Hat Alliance? Yeah, I mean, huh? he's technically joined just by default because <laughs> he's there, but he probably won't join. Yeah, the there's a difference between, between Alliance and, and like actual crew, right? Yeah, he's not going to join the crew because they already I think have he, I think he's down with the set already, man. He, I, think I don't think he'll like do the Suns Cup thing like the other ones did. He'll just be on the sideline. Whenever Luffy, yeah, like I'm down. I'm, I ain't drinking no cups with you, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm, my father I'm was Whitebeard. I'm only doing this because of Whitebeard. Yeah. Bro, yeah, Phoenix is literally like putting himself on, like putting his life at risk for the sake of Luffy's crew. Yeah. So, he's like, I think he's down. Yeah, I think he's down too. 
Um, all right. That's all I got to say about One Piece. Uh, it is time. To Son of the bitch. Three Jokers. Uh, all right. So how many? <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there are more. Well, than two, two now, right? Well, there are more actually. Now <laughs> it turns. The first page of this issue is basically uh, Batman. Batgirl and Red Hood have laid out all of the Jokers that have been created over the past few days. Uh, there are upwards of 28. I think that's the... Oh, no. I see a 30 up there, maybe. There's a lot of Jokers that are recently made, but, you know, there are ma- three main ones. The criminal, the comedian, and the clown. The clown was recently murdered by Red Hood. So there are only two mm-hmm. of the main Jokers left. The rest are kind of like just fodder villains at this point. Uh, to recap, their plan this time was basically to create a new Joker that would mean something you know and that's pretty typical joker you know just like a metaphorical goal that joker always seems to have at the end of the day um so yeah they're basically just trying to figure shit out red hood just makes some off off-brand comment and batman's like enough i'm tired of your shit um he's basically <laughs> like off-brand niggas <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll say that yeah, and uh, he's like, I, I wanted to kill him after what he did to you guys, and he's like, whatever, man, you soft. That's why you didn't do it. And um, you know, there, Red Hood basically explains that like the reason that they didn't do anything, like, or the reason that they're not going to arrest Red Hood for killing the the clown Joker, is because they'd have to unmask in order to testify against him. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Wouldn't they have to have done yeah. that for other crimes? It's, it's a weird reason because I feel like that's a. Th- He's basically saying, unless you kill me, like, like you can't put me in prison. You can't arrest me. Uh, like the only thing you can do is either kill me or lock me up here in this fucking bat cave. Oh. Like, because you can't go do the, you can't legally put me in prison. Because yeah. then y'all gonna have. You know what I'm saying? You can't testify as Batman. I get it. Like, oh, that's he shot the joke in the head. Like, all right, what's your evidence? What's who your witnesses? Oh, me, Batman. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, bro. Come on. I think it's an that's iffy it proposition, just because like he would have to have been a witness to so many things if they actually allow superheroes to testify in court. It, that's a side of the point, yeah. right? Marvel, I, you know, I, I think Red Hood did have a point where like you can't do nothing by Batman. Let's yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I f- I just thought that was kind of weird. Marvel did something recently where they explained that like there was a law passed where uh they allowed superheroes to just kind of testify with their identities hidden. They said it in Daredevil. But um that was yeah, that was particular to Daredevil. Yeah. And that's definitely a new thing. Um I mean, it's a little I, cleanup thing, I think. I just, I just, hey, look, I, I, I'm not all the way happy with the, with the back and forth between him and Batman either. I thought it was kind of interesting, but I'll say this. I I truly believe he does have a point here where, mm-hmm. like, you can't do a fucking thing about it, bro. Like, you got to hold that down or take me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, basically, um, they, uh, they, they head off to, uh, to the jail because they've, they hear that Joe Chill has been taken from his cell and, uh, Batman inspects his cave and he finds a bunch of letters addressed to Bruce Wayne. Uh, and apparently Joe Chill has been writing letters to Bruce forever, trying to apologize, but he never really mailed them at all. Outside, we get a little bit of um, a dialogue between Batgirl and Red Hood, where Red Hood's like, Siri. And she's like, don't do it again, or else I will unmask and I will testify against you. 
and they're just silent there, basically. Um, uh, real quick. So thinking about those Joe Chill letters and stuff like that, is that like a a kind of a proof in the pudding, or it's like this is the reason why Batman doesn't kill because there's still a chance they could change, right? No, Batman was not aware of these letters. I think Batman wasn't aware of these letters. I think Batman just on yeah, he wasn't aware of them. But this kind of like because this whole thing has just been him conflicting with the idea of killing the Joker, right? Mm Because everybody's like. Why do you guys? Why do you keep letting him live and all this stuff? And well, that's the here's thing. here's oh. the letters from the person who killed his parents apologizing. That's been trying to apologize for years, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like a thing trying to say, "Oh, look, uh, he didn't kill him, and the man still changed and came better." I guess, right? It's an interesting way to look at it, but Batman just on principle. Just because, like, he doesn't want to be... It's that slippery slope argument. Because if he kills one, then he just opens up, like, justifications for him to go just go around murdering criminals left and right. Mm-hmm. And that's more the reason why he doesn't do it. But, you know, this is also probably, like, a sub-reason. You know? I, I, he wants to give people the opportunity to, re, to um, uh, re- rehabilitate. So, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. This is a form of validation for sure, in my yeah, the way yeah. I see it. At least that's how he should. That's how Batman should feel. Mm-hmm. Validated. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he ever has to question why he doesn't because he, he just. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. to great personal loss, he has he he still keeps with this. Um, but in any case, they he finds in this stack of envelopes. There's also a an envelope dr- addressed directly to Batman. Uh, inviting him to the Monarch Theater. It's always the fucking theater, <laughs> and uh, where uh, his parents were killed. Um, him, Batgirl, and Bat and Red Hood show up there. They enter, uh, and Batman is presented that footage that we saw from last time, where Joe he was Joker was asking Joe Chill why he really killed the Waynes. Um, and while Batgirl and Red Hood are being attacked by Joker fodder villains, uh, <laughs> they. Uh, Batman confronts the criminal Joker who is who has Joe Chill hanging above the theater uh with a gun to his head and he basically explains this whole thing is uh they're trying to make Joe Chill the new Joker because nothing could mean more mm-hmm. to Batman than the Joker being the person who killed his parents um meanwhile as the video's playing I uh, they realize that they Joe Joe Chill explains why he killed the Waynes and it was like basically it's like man I saw who they were I thought they were just like these rich assholes you know just taking money from us and not really contributing anything and blah 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 and you know we were all in shit uh, condition here in Gotham during that time I just got frustrated and decided to rob them but I didn't know they had their kid with them and um after i killed them i realized who they really were and they were like philanthropists who were trying to help us and you know doing whatever they could to help the community um and ever since then he's felt guilt for killing the waynes um meanwhile as the joker is base they basically do combat the comedian joker shows up to where uh, batgirl is and you know it's a big like fight scene between the three of them uh, Red Hood almost gets like killed by this. He gets shot in the arm, but Batgirl saves him. Um, the Batman Joker 
criminal joker is continuing he drops joe chill into the into the joker vet that's like directly underneath batman saves it but somehow it just joker drops a match into it it combusts the whole thing and it just comes down to how most joker battles go with batman around fire where everything's burning and it's just the two of them over a bridge or something uh he saves joe chill from falling he knocks the shit out of the joker through a brick wall (laughs) (laughs) with a a whole round of dynamite on his chest mind you yeah all this fire going on and he is ko'd um Joe Cho's like, they have a moment, Batman and Joe Cho have a moment to like speak for a minute. Joe Cho's like, I know who you are. Batman doesn't really say anything and he basically apologizes and he's like, are you going to kill me? And Batman's like, no, I deserve it. I'm truly star- sorry. And Batman doesn't really say anything. He just kind of looks away. Uh, his face is all just like in shadow. And the brick wall behind Joe Chill starts to collapse on him. Batman saves him again just by shoving him a couple feet to the right. And um, Joe Chill says, thank you. And Batman says, you're welcome. Hmm. And that's when Criminal Joker wakes up and is like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to suicide bomb us all. But then he gets shot in the head by the comedian Joker. I definitely thought that was Jason Todd again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess not. Batman did at first, too. Oh, Jason. Oh, it's just you. Uh, Yeah, because we all know Jason has a reputation for just randomly shooting people in the face. Barbara did it too earlier when, like, one of the Joker uh, fodder villains got shot in the face. She was like, Jason! (laughs) And it was the the comedian (laughs) Joker again. It wasn't him. Um, But yeah, basically, they they all go their separate ways, and Batman and Joker are in the, uh, the big uh, police truck, and Batman's like, "Fucking why?" And Before you move forward, I think it's just just so we're on. The, all right, just so everyone's on the same page. I didn't realize that this was Scott Snyder's Joker because yes. I thought, yeah, and, and and I guess that's appropriate to say Scott Snyder's, or really rather, this is the, still the same guy that that um that was in what the Killing Joke when Barbara got hurt. That was yeah. Him. Yeah, I believe this is... So, even though that wasn't Scott Snyder, we'll still say Scott Snyder is Joker because he really did push, you know, really far with them. Uh, It would, you know, a story like this would kind of make you feel like he didn't, you know? It seems kind of like another circle, Mm -hmm. you know? But, uh, I don't know. I I, kind of enjoyed this dialogue, so... Yeah, this was interesting. He's been... Well, first of all, this Joker reveals that he absolutely knows who they really are, which I'm sure we all kind of new um yeah but uh essentially he's like this whole thing was a plan for him to reconcile with his feelings for joe chill and to see yeah. his like pain and kind of like i guess not forgive him but to come to terms with the fact that this guy is not happy and he's gonna die of cancer alone and in prison and you know all that stuff uh so now Joker's like, now that you're over your demons, I can be your biggest, I could be your greatest pain. And, uh, you know, now nobody could be a bigger priority in his life than the Joker. And Joker's looking at him like, man, <laughs> this is a roundabout way. Said, I'll, I'll cut you. I'll hurt you. <laughs> yeah, Batman's looking like, oh, man. <laughs> we, then, we then cut to Joe Chill's deathbed. Uh, he uh. gives 
he's reading like his final letter, I guess, and that's when he flatlines. He gets put in a grave, and uh, we get like this little out of sequence events where Batman, where Bruce is talking to um, Alfred about the Joker, and Alfred's like, "Well, we get this little also mini scene with Barbara and Red Hood, where Red Hood's like." I want to be together. I love you so much, Barbara. And he leaves a letter on her door, but then it falls off and then just gets taken away by a janitor, which is like, worst, worst janitor ever. Like, yeah, you know, I that's not just that trash. Shit on the, you know, what I'm you know saying? that's on, not just I'm trash. Not that's just, it has writing on it. Um, But we get the real bombshell. Alfred says, I guess we'll never find out who the Joker really is. And Batman is like, not to be that guy, but I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I knew who the Joker was after the first week we met. And the Alfred and Alfred's like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. Uh basically we get a little bit of shots from the killing joke. Uh as you as some of you may not know, if you haven't read the killing joke, the origin of the Joker is in the killing joke, where he was this failed comedian, had a wife and a baby on the way. Uh, and what pushed him kind of over the edge was the uh, the fact that his wife and child were dead. Uh, I don't remember exactly how they died. They the police said that it was an accident, but really what happened is that she went to them. She went to the police because he was an abusive uh, husband, and they basically smuggled her out of the house. They got her away from him, and it turns out she's still living with the son of the Joker. And the reason that Batman doesn't really like plays dumb as to not knowing who he really is is because his family's out there. And if that ever gets out, if his identity ever gets out, then they will never know peace. Like they're they're the family of the Joker. So they'll just be mobbed by the press and the Joker himself. And he's trying to spare them of that. That's the thing. I I thought, you know, the Joker himself was probably going to come back and be ten, like a million times worse than what he was normally, right? Also, (laughs) why? But then, yeah, all the hate from everybody else. Fuck you guys. And I guess that could become, like, his son could become the perfect Joker that they're looking for. I mean, it's interesting. I don't know. Well, he was abusive. He was abusive already. So, you know, he just doesn't want them to die, (laughs) you know? Because there's no way the Joker is just not going to murder his family. Um, but in any case, that was the three Jokers. This was it. Uh, it's not what we ex- I expected, at least. Um, when this was built up in um, in way back, this was like 2016. Years ago, three years. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. Where, where Batman sat in the Metron chair and asked who the Mobius chair is. I felt, I felt like that was a weird indiscrepancy between the two where... If you knew who he was, then why would you have to ask the Metron chair? But, <laughs> but um, I, I'm letting it slide. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they, they repurposed. I guess that's maybe because he had a suspicion that there were mul- there were multiple Jokers. He didn't. He only learned there were multiple Jokers because the Metron chair told him there were. Um, I, I'm gonna let it slide because I feel like a lot of this story was probably repurposed because they have no really. It's not gonna stick in terms of continuity. So this is unfortunately, yeah. This has been meant to work to be like kind of a standalone as far as I'm maybe I could be wrong. Maybe in the future we'll see a little bit more. Um it's not what I expected, but there's a lot of good in it. I enjoyed reading it. Maybe one day it reads better all the way through. Uh it was fascinating at the very I, it, it's a really good twist at the end. I didn't see that coming where they kind of wreck It doesn't help 
the killing joke. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah we, oh, about that situation. Yeah, where his family's still alive, and you know that's the reason. That's not a bad reason. I I can I can buy I can deal with that. I think it's a solid reason. Um. So, I I think that's one of the more confusing things for me. I'll say that again with the comedian with with Scott Snyder because he kind of made a very clear origin story for the Joker. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It was still mysterious. You didn't know whether it really was the case or not. Again, just a memory refresher about how he was the pale man from years and years ago, and even early on in Gotham City, and he was like this demon. Mm-hmm. But you could also just kind of think that joke is lying and want, or, you know, maybe he's just taking that folklore and, and acting yeah. like it. But he found Dionysium at some point, you know, as he was the Joker, because he's a weirdo, probably was looking around those caves, because why not? Mm-hmm. What else do weirdos do, right? Um, so there's, there's reconciliation, still kind of weird, but like you said, the, the continuity aspect of it is just shot. This is literally a story that was supposed to happen before even Doomsday Clock. Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to happen before Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that. Like, it, it was it. It was supposed to be a thing, but for whatever reason, a lot of Jeff Johns' work got delayed pretty heavily, and his plans for what was supposed to be Rebirth, I feel, has changed a lot. Um, and Scott Snyder kind of I mean, Tom King was killing it with regular Batman. It's maybe well, Jeff Johns doesn't write. He, he got shafted because it wasn't... They was like, damn, Tom King's doing this fucking thing. No, I I genuinely think like, like Jeff Johns just like stopped doing a lot of comics, because he's been in just the comic guy for so long that and now he's just like branching into doing the CW shows and uh, mm. like heading up the movie, the cinematic universe for DC. Uh, so I don't know. I think he just got busy with other shit and he just wanted to do other things. So he just kind of gave the reins over to Scott Snyder, I guess. And, you know, they were able to mold the universe into what they are. Uh, for better, or for worse, your opinion, I think, is like it's been good still. I don't know. I I mean, I, as a standalone story, I did enjoy it. Uh, the art by Jason Fabok is fantastic. Um, but um, yeah, not. I I I wish I had more to say, but it was just a good one and done. It's three issues. Get the trade when it comes out. It's a nice little Joker story, if you like Joker stories. Um, but that's all I got to say. You guys ready to move on? User. Yes. All right, let's randomize it. Is this ice? <laughs> Dickhead, is it cold? Chainsaw Man. Ooh. This is Chainsaw Man Chapter 90, Superpower. Uh, color page of Makima real fast. Very cool. Um, we start out in hell, I guess, uh, where power is just laying down, which super happy to see power. Uh, po- yeah. Pochita cool. walks up to power and is like, hey, can you save Denji? And uh, Pochita's like, wait, I'm dead, though. And Pochita's like, then how are you talking to me? And he's like, yeah, that's weird. And apparently his power's alive in a way because, like, the current form of is the blood that Denji drank. So power's just been inside of Denji this entire time, ever since he drank her blood back in the day. Wow. Because she is the blood demon, so that makes sense. Uh... So she's just been living in him the entire time. That's why they're all the like the guts are around, like the chainsaw man's guts thing around his neck, and why he's able she she's able to talk to Pochita. But basically, he gets down to the point. He's like, mm. so you know, you can eat me and revive as a devil. Do you want to save Denji? And she's like, obviously, Denji is my buddy, and I'm like super best friends. 
so I was pretty happy. Yeah, super happy. Uh, Makima descends over the fucking corpse of the chainsaw man as he's just trying to get up and fight another day. But then out of his mouth, power just like comes out in her true demon form, I guess. And this is what she's supposed to look like. Um, she's powered up or whatever. Yeah, she just comes out just using her blood magic, blood powers like crazy. And she's just talking mad shit. She's like, the strongest. I'm the president. I'm the first president. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Makima summons summons like the zombie demon, I guess. And uh, that's, the, I guess, the best counter is that she's just, the, the zombies try to eat her alive and Makima just grabs Chainsaw Man and tries to get the fuck out of there, but Makima just blasts her. Power is just like, ah, I'm sorry. So basically, Makima demands that she hand over power, uh, hand over to the Chainsaw Man. And I guess because she can't really resist because she's the control devil, my power is like, your wish is my command, but it could be just like, I'm trying to fool her or something. Who knows? But Pochita doesn't seem to be knowledgeable about this, so <laughs> Pochita's no like, way. <laughs> no way. Because she turn calls as soon as shit gets sticky. Yeah. <laughs> um, control devil. She's under the control of Makima, I guess. But, yeah, uh, that's probably. that's where the chapter ends. Uh so good to see Cha- power back. Oh man. Yeah, man. It was it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh missed her a lot. <laughs> but uh Yeah. That's all I got to say about Chainsaw Man. Good chapter. I uh, had a good time reading it. It feels like chapters go by so fast just because, like, not a lot happens, but not in a bad way where it's just like we're stopping in the middle of the action constantly. Yeah, that's basically what's going on. I'm, I'm basically just waiting and seeing what's going on next. Same. Nothing super thought-provoking than what I already said. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, just good to have Chainsaw uh, power back. But, um, Brian, do you have any thoughts before we go? Nope. All right. Randomize. Dark Knight's Death Metal Rise of the New God. Um, number one. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is more like a weird middle ground chapter. Uh, as the uh, the Darkest Knight, the Batman who laughs, he just decides to step up to Perpetua all of a sudden. And is like, I fucking hate you, and I'm gonna kill you now. And Perpetual is like, you bitch, I took you in. I'm older than you. And I'm like, I guess they're immediately beefing. Uh, so, you know, they start to just battle. Oh, what you think, man? He's like, I am who I am. <laughs> I was never gonna be a lackey. I yeah, mean, I I seen that coming. Yeah, he I mean, I did too. I did too. I'm just like no fanfare. The issue just starts with him just like, you know what? I'm I'm you know what? I'm just gonna step to her now. Right um, now. Yeah, and that's enough, when enough uh, talk. that's when this guy comes through. Um he I forget what this good dude's name is. He's just this big lava headed dude all of a sudden. Uh he shows up to the hellscape where Themyscira used to be. And uh Joker's there. Joker's like, Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be a dick to you. And then um, he just immediately just starts choking out the Joker. He's like, are you the force that drew me here? Yeah. No. This is kind of my favorite panel. He's like, no, you are cosmically insignificant. 
a strange nuisance on your world. It's a wonder that they allow you to live. And the Joker, hey, Jesus, I'm very popular. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm the best villain in this universe. Um, that's what. Uh, that's when um he shows up. He pops up to the psycho pirate. And, oh man, psycho pirate again! I yeah. thought it was just Tom King. <laughs> I mean, I he appears. In, he's like a big crisis character like he shows up in most crises. is he yeah okay i was not aware of he that. shows up in crisis on infinite earth infinite crisis i think final crisis ah, which is why he knows of all of this stuff okay yeah. so basically this guy's going okay. around to different characters of the dcu and just he knows this universe is about to end so he's just going around collecting all the stories uh that are happening and like that have happened and as he progressively goes, uh, he shows up to this um, to Brainiac fi- uh, Brainiac's son's world and takes information from him. And as he's going through, he's like, I do not understand. These stories are pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't want them to die. Is that Infinite Crisis? That was a good book. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, need, I need some more of this. Mm-hmm. Peace out. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, later. And then he uh, goes to the moon where he resurrects Metron. And Metron, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Metron's like, what is happening? It's like, your universe is ending, dog. He's like, how long have I been out? Jesus Christ. Um, so Who they, killed him? Dr. Manhattan, right? Yeah. yeah. He has no idea what happened. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he got taken out early on. Like he got a funny. Um. So yeah, he absorbs all the information from this guy, and he's like, it, "It's he, he has a weird like O face as he's absorbing all this information." He's like, Ugh. "I thought this face was kind of funny at the very uh, last page." Yay! Uh, final crisis. <laughs> um, so I guess he's just gonna be a good guy because he wants to save the stories. I don't know. I felt like this was a weird issue. It really wasn't even related to the Batman who laughs at all. I would have preferred to have seen that just that big battle instead of just it happening in the background where they're just smashing planets into each other's faces. It's uh This is this is probably gonna be like the setup for some type of like, you know, light reboot they're gonna do. I don't know. It seems like that universe is definitely gonna end. Like that's happening. No, they're not rebooting it. They were, but they're not. Really? Yeah, plans changed. They did, they're not doing it. They, that would have been five G, which wasn't a reboot, but a time skip. That's not. Yeah, no. I, I, I thought that that's what happened. I thought that they scratched the idea of the of, of the future thing no. and was going to do a light reboot. Nope. It'll just continue okay. from here, from what I understand, because that I mean, was the original cool. plan. I mean, it's just like do this time skip. And uh, no, instead they already wrote those books, so they don't want to go to waste. So they're just gonna jam them into two months, where we're just gonna get nothing but these books. And uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how that turns out. But um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. It's not my bag. <laughs> I don't know how you feel. It was cool. I mean, ah, I'm gonna tell you this: like, I clickbaited without even clicking on a video. How? Because the video had me thinking that this is going to be something kind of different. Yeah. It was cool. It was interesting. I wasn't that off put by it as Chris is. But I'm not off put by it, but I'm just like, yeah. oh, I thought this was going to be something better. I or I, 
I don't know. It was just this guy going around and getting shit and just being like, oh, this universe rules. I want Yeah, that. right. It's, yeah, it, it had me feeling like it was like this. I guess that's why I thought it was going to be some type of reboot. I thought that was the whole point. They were going to say, you know what? Let's scrap all this nonsense. No. Make regular heroes. Go I'm glad it's not, oh, honestly. No. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not upset I'm about I'm over that. reboots. But um, it is time. I hope he turns his sword into some guns. Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, hey. This was my certified really good. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Just off the bat there. Probably one of the best cover pages I've seen in a long time. <laughs> and I don't even I know. think undisputably top 10 in Petty. I don't in even know what's happening. Dude, you understand what's happening here? Oh, not that one. <laughs> I oh. know what that one is. I thought the next page was yeah. what you're talking about, the two-page spread, where I'm like, what? Oh, that was pretty cool. I, don't I like it a lot. Shot in the head back there. Yeah, I like it, it a lot, like but I'm it's... also like, what's happening? It looks like it's him. Uh, like, you see the hair oh, on his head? Yeah, it's, shit. it's him getting shot and in the And then he has the mark crying. on his... Okay. Okay. This is a that's just a weird one. <laughs> I like it. Interesting, interesting. It's well drawn. Foreshadowing, maybe. No. Um, last we left off, uh, Toto the goat showed up to save De- uh, Itadori, and is like, "I can't fight anymore." But um, you know, uh, Mahito's not waiting around for him to get his shit together. So you know, he just charges forward. This guy claps his hands, switches places all over the place. A lot of he kicks the flying fuck out of Mahito. <laughs> Uh, it's really funny, uh, and you know it's it's really just badass. But uh, he also gives this inspirational speech to Itadori. He's like, "Man, we're jujutsu sorcerers. We it's not our job to like, you know, fucking figure out the logic of death. To do that is to is kind of a disservice to those who died. You know, it's what we got. It's the thing we have to endure. So you know, we got to do the thing. So he just fucks off. Try goes off to fight Mahito. Meanwhile, this guy. The healer that uh, uh, came with uh, Toto uh, explains his cursor technique, which is essentially like, all right, so I didn't heal your wounds. I just stopped the bleeding, essentially. So they won't get any worse. They won't be bad at all, but they're not healed. You still have cuts and bruises, uh, and this won't do anything for any uh, damage you'll take down the line. But uh, I also did it on Kugisaki. She's already dead, but I did it anyway because the wounds are still fresh and maybe I can make something out of nothing. But, um, you know, it, the possibility of her dying is not zero. So, you know, keep keep your head up, kid. And I'm like, ooh. I think she's going to live, but only to say her last words, maybe. I don't know. Mm, I don't see. I, I hope not. I hope not either, but I I can't see it in any way. Um, I doubt if she does survive, I doubt she's going to be the same person that she was. Yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, battle continues. It's cool. Um, Mahito's like, oh, I'm so excited to fight this guy. You know, I want to do it again. I want to make somebody feel really, really bad. And um, as he's about to go for another attack, Toto claps his hands and switches places with Itadori, who's in his pose. And then he just does his black flash punch, sends uh, Mahito flying, and he's like, I'll be sure to take on your share of the suffering. I almost ran away because of my sins. I'm back now. 
and uh, the chapter ends with the two boys just like right beside each other, like Ray like squaring up. Toto's ripping off his shirt. Uh, it's uh, very cool. Um, yeah, Toto, such uh, a cool really, character, man. Really dope. One of the only times I, I, I'll agree and say that's cool. Ever. <laughs> what, like, dude ripping off a shirt? I didn't yeah. mean that action. I meant just in general. This chapter is fucking fire. Oh, no. I, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I thought that panel was cool, too. I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the only time I admit it, though. It's my sort of So, fire. um, hold on. Before you, before you wrap this up, uh, man, this is good. Mm-hmm. All right, I had my doubts. But this is good. Is it weird to think that it's better that it's that I'm reading it spaced out than all through? It's interesting. I, I wonder about that myself. Weird. I think it's better week to week because Jujutsu Kaisen can be a dense series chapter by chapter. Like yeah. there are chapters where it's literally like just explaining a lot of shit. Yeah. So read With all that action, there is a lot of... Yeah. yeah well, we know. Not yeah. a bad thing. But it might be great week to week. I feel like it's probably the best week to week. I'm glad we picked it up for that reason. Um, it's been a fun ride. I mean, I'll read by it. By the way, all the way through. Find out. By the way, the anime has been popping off for this show. Exciting. It's yeah, it's so good. Like the animation is amazing, and I've been wait. I've everything. been meaning to check it out, honestly. Um, and yeah, like, wait till Mahito Which pages are these? Pages eight and nine are reasons why i want to watch this fucking an- this animated mm-hmm. because like reading this and and watching the panels and the way that he draws their movement it's like you're literally watching the like like watching an anime the way that they're moving and shit like you could see like they just have such like lively movement when all this is happening like on page eight oh no on page nine i think where like he switches places with the healer way he switches Mahito's place with the healer and the way that he stumbles back and shit. Yeah, you can it's, feel the weight. It's very it's, accurate. Oh my god, like I fucking love this shit, bro. Like it just looks I, I don't so I don't cool. know if there's a name for it, but it's the the dynamic. Mm-hmm. His 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 um yeah, his dynamic drawing like of emotion in scene is it, it's, it's it's I think it's, it's all It's beautiful. Right. I fucking love this art. It's, like it's, the way that I, I almost said unparalleled. But I don't want to wild out and say something like that because I haven't read it all every manga. So I, can't I mean, I think I think this is there, in Shonen in Shonen Jump right now. I think this is the series that does it the best mm-hmm. for sure, without a doubt. I think I think so. I, I is World Trigger in Shonen Jump? No. Okay, yeah. But World Trigger, World Trigger is amazing in different aspects. Like when it comes to this style of art, that's why it's a much better movement. manga. Yeah, but I do <laughs> yeah. think it's still. I, I say this. I think World Trigger, when in its action scenes, it's just as good as this. Yeah, I agree. I think his. I just really like. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's one of the reasons I really like World Trigger in the first place, anyway. So that's only saying an amazing thing. But I'm not. I just wanted to. Yeah. I just wanted to be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the past world trigger. It's great, though. but no, I guess, man, I, I didn't even want to spend too much time on this one, but I, I really just want to comment on the fact I, I really like Mahito. I like, I like his attitude, and he's a really good villain because he's, 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 he's a much better version of Shigaraki. Ah, I said much it. I said better. it. He is the character I wish Shigaraki was. Because that not, is a hot he's, take. He's evil for the sake of being evil. I. We'll get. We could get into it another. When they, matter of fact, 
when Shigaraki comes back around, <laughs> right, next chapter, because they're going to ignore Rocket stuff. Um, let me stop. <laughs> well, I, I'll bring it up again, because I don't say that lightly. Yeah. But, because um, I do like Shigaraki also, but I also really dislike him in certain aspects. Of, anyway, mm-hmm. I, I just, I mean, even his, his thought process, he's not stupid. He's really smart. So he's, he knows that he even, he's not mad cocky either. It's weird. Like he, well, he's sure of himself. He's just a competitor, bro. Yeah, he's, he's just a very confident. He's con- yeah, he's confident, and it's not mad dramatic why he wants to do the things he does. But you know that there, there can be things that happen down the line where he develops into that and, and has more animosity towards certain things. You know, well, his motivations more are tied naturally to... than it happened with Shigaraki in my opinion. His motivations are tied to. The being he is, he's a curse. So being a curse, they're yeah. Just a but it doesn't mean he can't manifest into more. Sure, sure. Or, but that's I feel like or, you know more toxic. <laughs> I feel like you can't compare Shigaraki and 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 Mahito really because it's like it's like comparing a teenager to an adult. You know, like Shigaraki doesn't have like Mahito has it all figured out. He knows who he is. He knows everything about himself. Like he he that's why he's so sure about himself in these fights, you know. Like Shigaraki and Deku still have shit to figure out, and their their time's gonna come when they're gonna have their their shit in line, and that's when their characters are gonna be fleshed out completely, you know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, but even if even if that is certainly the case with uh, Mahito. I still feel like, like as I read and I see what he's doing, I still look at him as a character as, man, I want to see you grow further, where I don't feel that desire with Shigaraki, man. Well, I do feel like, all right, I think we've seen, you know, well, who he is, man. All right. Like, he, I, 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 we've had much more time with Shigaraki. And again, this is kind of like a hot new character, too. You know what I mean? On the block. Yeah. So it's. You know why I, I'm not? You know, I, I, I ain't trying to disrespect Shigaraki. No, it's fine. I, I get what you're saying because Mahito ha- is shrouded in mystery. You know, we still don't know a lot about him, even with all the stuff that's that, that that's been shown about him. I think I know what so Josh is getting at. I guess it makes sense at. to have interest in him. What Josh is getting at is that I think, and it, it is just kind of like the point of Shigaraki, is that like Mahito is more like closer to uh, a very. He's a very um. Uh, progressive, not progressive, but um, uh, he's he's a guy who goes out and gets things. He has like a goal, you know. He's like mm. sure in himself. Where Shigaraki's the whole point of him is that he is developing alongside Deku, just like as a dark mirror. So Shigaraki is like learning like his motivations and why he does things. Whereas Mahito is very sure in what he is and why he exists, and that's why like it feels that. I guess Mahito f- feels better is because he's more of a proactive. That's what the word I was looking for. He's more proactive villain. There you go. Yeah, than I think that makes sense. Is. His swag is is it's just he does have a lot of swag. swag too. You know, well, and we gravitate. Like it's not different from Shigaraki. It's not. I think it's mad od similar because Shigaraki talks the same. He and he's he's technical as well. You know what I'm sure. saying? He he speaks like, oh, I know. I, I'm I'm not dumb. I know that y'all are trying. You know what I'm saying? It's literally the same kind of yeah. speech pattern and everything. It's just that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that I Mahito's think... more interesting to me. Well, Mahito, just... yeah, Mahito's more proactive than Shigaraki, and that's why. And we gravitate towards those characters. It's that 
it's yeah. it's that thing in in America where we you know we talked about like the positive arc and the negative arc and the flat character arc last week where if we see a more clear progression or a more like proactive in a char- proactive nature in a character we gravitate towards that as opposed to somebody who's kind of figuring it out and not really growing or declining in a way or doing both at the same time because they're Shigaraki is just trying to figure out his life essentially but Mahito is very certain in who he is and what he does yeah you know the more the more Josh talks about it the more I get interested in it because he is right like they are very similar characters yeah. and I feel they like Mahito is like an like a grown-up version of uh, of Shigaraki in a way yeah that's how I feel too I feel like Mahito is kind of like a fully realized Shigaraki with someone who's who's got his shit figured out yeah, I think I think you guys are pretty much on the money with that. As far as you know, representing who Hito is, I think kind of his role as a primary villain is which which I was kind of getting I guess confused in the dynamic between Shigaraki and Itadori, which is you know I, I look at the what's his name? What's the main character's name in this fucking series? Denji. Right? Itadori. Denji. No, 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 Itadori. Itadori. Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You um, said like three different Itadori. protagonists. <laughs> yeah. Itadori, he, um, he's been learning a lot about himself and life in general through Mahito as well. Mm-hmm. And one of the points of the manga that I think I was kind of close-minded to initially, but I'm starting to see maybe there's more of a picture here, is that they kind of, I think he represents the fact that, yeah, there is just bad stuff in this world, whether that's bad by your definition, bad by most people's definition, et cetera, et cetera. There are things out here that is like harmful to you. There's things out here that's gonna not going to make you feel good. It's going to make you bad. There is negativity out in the world because you're a human and you can perceive things as negative. Mm-hmm. Right, and you can't always win. You know, you as far as saying, "Oh, I can figure this out and thing," you know, and and and, and correct this this situation. Sometimes these things just are. You know, fire is gonna burn, right? All right. You don't want it to burn down your house. You got to take that shit out. Yeah. But you know uh, what I'm saying he wanted to save Mahito. He thought he could talk to him, and now he's starting to realize, "Yeah, I gotta kill." You. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta kill this motherfucker. Your your literal existence is is to just be pain. It ain't even like the Joker, bro. Mojito is just on another level. Yeah, but um, all right, that's this Jujutsu. is the most uh, we've ever discussed with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Probably not, actually. But, <laughs> probably not, but I think like it's close. But in any case, that was Jujutsu Kaisen. Super awesome. It is time to randomize. <gasps> oh, shit. oh shit! Suicide Squad. Um, oh yeah, Suicide Squad number nine. I think this was no, this is ten. My bad. Uh, last we left off, uh, Deadshot got shot in the face. Uh, one of these, because <laughs> he hits the ground. Uh, like uh, Ares saves him, but confirms that he is dead. Damn. Yeah. So they're just like, what the fuck happened? They pull Ted Cord, and they're like, it wasn't me. It was never me the entire time. Uh, so I guess he's off the hook. Uh, turns out that this whole thing was black mask the entire time, not even Ted Cord. Um, one of these. All right. I guess you can't do that to Blue Beetle. <laughs> it's uh, I can't. I guess you can't just straight up turn him into a monster. Yeah, but then what? Are, what's the point of even making him 
<laughs> what a twist. Man. I guess people like Ted Cord and they, they hear Ted Cord and they say, yeah, I'm going to buy this comic. I think it was interesting. I, I think it was an interesting concept because it was like a hero that wasn't big enough to be like, there's no way. But it was also oh. like a hero who was big enough to be like, man, he's evil. <laughs> you know, and like, he's not the current Blue Beetle, right? Um, yeah, he mentor. He's supposed to be mentoring like the current Blue Beetle. So that okay. that's been his role in DC for a while. Um, but in any case, uh, Black Mask just gets easily captured by Ari. Like, just, <laughs> he played the shit out of her. Yeah, he tries to play one of them. He shoots um, Blink, the teleporting Suicide Squad member. But then uh, Ari comes in and is like, oh, I got your fucking uh, wings. And it turns out you didn't kill Blink. So you suck. Uh, and, Man, you know, it's, it's almost like if you don't expose the person who's pretending to be somebody right away without all your super powered friends around you, you could handle the situation really easily. Yeah. <laughs> Who so, would have thought? So there's a whole new, uh, there's like a whole fleet of bad guys coming of, you know, fodder villains. Uh, yeah. Harley puts on a uh, dead shots mask and she just does dead shot things, I guess now. Damn. That's mad gangster. Yeah. Uh, Not even going to lie. It's called partner, but it should be called gangster time. <laughs> uh, you know, they just like fly away because you know they got to get to work because they're planning on using the uh, the revolutionary member that got kidnapped. She's a human bomb. Black Mask's plan was to bomb this country, so you know they got to go to Ares' home country and figure shit out. Apparently, her mom, the president, is very cooperative, and there's no conflict there at all. She's like, "Yeah, no, let's nice. figure it out." And, um, you know, uh, <laughs> my favorite part is that this, the, the very strong member of the Suicide Squad, I forget her name, just slaps the mask <clears throat> off of Black Mask, which really hurts because <laughs> his mask is grafted onto his face because it was burned on there. So Dang. he basically, she basically ripped it off of his skin. Um, oh my God. So they find her. Good for him, man. They find her. They find the bomb girl um, as she's about to go off. Uh, Zebra Man uses his cool shield to like contain her blast, and uh, Black Mask is like, "She, he won't be able to hold it." <laughs> and she, the strong lady's like, "Well, too bad for you. You're gonna be here to <laughs> to suffer the consequences of your actions." And uh, the chapter ends with uh, the explosion just growing more intensely, and Zebra Man yelling, "I can't hold it." Uh, and it says next death. I wonder if this is going to be a short series, like a little mini series. I wouldn't mind. It's been fun. I, I have been enjoying the Suicide Squad thing. It's just like a little yeah, fun. A Twelve issue mini series. I'd be here for it. Pretty cool. Yeah. So is his daughter going to be yeah. the new Deadshot? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Uh, probably. But she's like 13 right now, so probably not. Maybe Will Smith will be put in the comic and he'll be dead shot like everyone wants him to be. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not no, going to be in is it. Is that just me? He's not going to be in is it. Is that just me? Will Smith Will is Smith? dead shot in the comics? Yeah, I mean, he was like right Will Smith in the movie. Like could he be. Could, he could oh, be the actual movie. Will Smith <laughs> just yeah. comes in. In the comics? To, yeah, like you transported from our universe. The same like Gwenpool, you know what I'm saying? Just DC. <laughs> And he's like, all right, I'll be dead shot. Hey, the movie was good in the first place. Hey, now this is a story all about how. 
Uh, oh, man. I mean, I, I've been enjoying this. You know, I, I don't know how long it's going to last. It feels like this is just a short little arc. I don't know where it's going to go from here. Because after this, they don't really have to be the Suicide Squad anymore. So, mm, I, I enjoyed it. Pick it up. It's a, it's a little worthwhile, little fun series. I have nothing more to say. Ready to move on, boys? Yes, sir. It's, oh, yeah. It's time to randomize. <laughs> Dr. Stone. Um, this should be fast. This is Dr. Stone, Chapter 171. Start staring at the same light. We're not going to go through this whole thing because there's nothing but dialogue boxes left and right. Uh, it's a Oh, big, man. It's yeah. nothing but dialogue. And it's it's good dialogue. Oh, alternate title. Th- alternate title, Suspension of Belief, Part 3. Okay, so, in so many words, they're ba- uh, Senku and Zeno have uh, teamed up to figure out the exact location where the petrification beam went on on f- the first time when it turned everybody into t- stone. So using bubbles and, you know, this carved globe thing, they do some science mumbo-jumbo. Uh, it's a lot of science mumbo-jumbo. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, Chris. This is one of the first times where I felt like, nah, I need more of an explanation. Why? This is not acceptable. This is nothing but well, explanation. This is what, yeah, but still, I didn't get it. <laughs> and no, okay, I'm not going to say it was because of my lack of understanding. Nope, I'm not going to admit that. Not on this fucking podcast. No. I'll say this. I had to read this a couple times just so I can absorb all this information. Uh, I read it a whopping one time. <laughs> Maybe that's why. I guess, uh, I guess that's what happened. I, read, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I feel like I don't completely understand what they were doing. Um all I know is that they were doing a lot of math and physics, and they come down to the conclusion that it's not necessarily a light, but a luminous substance, which is slightly more dense than light, that washed down upon Earth. It took like an hour to get through the entire planet. Um, yeah, which is interesting. It's a lot of, it is a lot of literal math where they're calculating like 500 kilometers per hour, all that stuff. And it comes down together. They find out the exact latitude and longitude of where the blast went off in South America. So there you go. It's like right in the middle. (laughs) Yeah, smack dab in the middle of uh, South America. So what's that? The uh, Amazon right there? Yeah, I I think they assume it's in Brazil, um, which would be like part of the Amazon. But uh, yeah, yeah. Amazon's huge. So probably for sure. But um, Dr. Stone. Man, that was a lot. Sometimes I get Doctor Stone does this a lot, where it's not that it's bad. It's just like I get turned off by like the crazy amount of just explanation they throw at you, and it's very intense. And I don't even hate dialogue. I don't hate the extra reading. I just like it's just it's a, all for the sake of validating whatever they're talking about. And I'm just like, oh man. And I appreciate what <laughs> I appreciate what Doctor Stone is because like I think it has a yeah. tremendous value in being kind of just an educational little fun manga um but man this is a lot i feel like they could have paced this out a little better i think they're maybe rushing towards the end yes if you didn't <laughs> notice <laughs> i guess that was silly uh, i guess i guess i should have figured they've been, that they've been rushing i but yeah. i'm okay with that's it. it um that's I, you know it was really really fun for most of for, for the beginning when they used to do the scientific explanations and then it just it got to a, it, literally. I remember it happened in one chapter, and then that was it. It changed. I, it went from me reading every single part trying to figure it out mm-hmm. 
to to me just skimming everything. Yeah, all you of know, a sudden it, it just got. It happened at one point, you know. It, well, because it got like this, it just got like hyper dense, and when you see that many speech bubbles, it's like fuck. <laughs> you know, you get those, yeah, and, like, and then it's like I don't even really need to remember this for the story. It's really just. <laughs> You know, feature of the series, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I I didn't. I don't hate it. I'm yeah, just like Stone's still fun. It is know, a good series, a real cool and I feel like we're we feel we come off as more negative on it than it is. But sometimes it just does these things where I'm like, "Fuck, I have to read all of this." Man, at least we're covering it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like we're treating it like uh, we never learned. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> that was Doctor Stone. I like we never learned for a while. Um, but I, I fell off of it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> but anyway, that was Doctor Stone, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, wow, fun episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find me at the Chris Aspinall at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram and NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, Brian at B dot ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Find him on Twitch uh, at. Uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline uh check out legato's new hit uh sounds of summer and the rest of his like out al- uh, little album that he put out on soundcloud uh very fun uh follow drum foo at drum underscore foo the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram vote on twitter and instagram for your favorite uh series of the week and we will announce it on the show as we just did this week and uh itunes spotify subscribe to all of those things like us five star reviews all you know what to do you know what to say let us know how you feel about the show thank you guys so much and uh stay safe new jump citizens peace peace